0: welcome back to another episode of let's chat podcast y'all i am your host jojo and i'm Tyra. zyra Ooh. you see my gains oh she's yeah. been working out it's not there yet <laughs> i got a long way to go i see gains. I, I love the gas though babe thank you you love you see you see them? it's because yeah. she felt them she felt the pump when i was getting it yeah. Anyway, where's the juice out here in these streets?
1: I was gonna welcome the people who haven't been, who, who who have not listened to a podcast, and this is their first episode. This
0: is your first episode. You, you know never- what? I know I'm not gonna lie. Yep, you're right. This probably will be the the first episode that a lot of newcomers will see because of the title. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We know mm-hmm. y'all just want the gay shit. Like it's okay. I want the gay shit too.
1: It be like that, right? So welcome, 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 welcome to Let's Chat Podcast, where we talk about gay stuff.
0: Our good majority of it is gay good shit. Good majority,
1: not everything. We try to
0: get, you know, a little bit gay relation in there, mm-hmm. um, other than just us being gay yeah um but in our reality we get down to a little bit of everything you know that Mm -hmm. pertains to us personally because we are also here to give personal experiences and just share our perspectives on things uh Mm -hmm. as we've been saying so if this is your first time coming and seeing Mm -hmm. this video i hope you enjoyed it and i hope you share it and people you share it to loves it enjoys it and that you guys continue to follow us moving forward um we have a shit ton of um (laughs) previous episodes uh so go ahead and check that out as well spotify Mm -hmm. apple Podcasts, youtube you know all the shits just click
1: the link in the bio you heard Mm -hmm. we also do this thing called family meetings where our listeners ask us ask us questions and we answer them to the best of our ability we're not professionals like jojo said this is just based on our experiences um and yeah, we're two queer Latinas who are in a relationship and we felt like this was needed. Um, but yeah, we're not going to give you too much. Go ahead and do your own research on the podcast and keep listening. Yeah. So Uh uh-huh. in this episode, <laughs> we are going to talk about, as you see the title, 10 things we knew before and 10 things I wish I knew before coming out. She's nervous, she can't y'all. She's talk. nervous. She can't. She said talk.
0: there might be new people here. Hold on.
1: <laughs>
0: um, nah, but if you, for those of you who've been following us, or if you're going to catch up on previous episodes, we did do an episode that was ten things I wish I knew um, before dating women, and that actually did really well. Mm-hmm. Um, so you know, kind of just piggybacking off of that, we figured we'd do ten things we knew, wish we knew before coming out.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So. That's, you you want to get into it? Or yeah, you gotta, let's you get into something? it. Let's do this. Let's do the damn thing. All
1: right. You want to do number one?
0: Yeah. Number so number
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> number one is you
0: don't have to change your styles or mannerisms or behavior when coming out. And she said that to me because she knew that I was out here switchy, 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 swatchy, all that shit. Um, I 110% agree. Uh, when I was... I'm not going to say when I was first coming out, but in my beginning stages of... Um, getting into my experience of liking women or, like, you know, knowing that girls liking girls was a thing. My job was super young. I was 14 years old in fucking middle school. And uh, I had just come to realize, like, this is a thing. And I was the only one. So um, for me, I grew up very tomboyish. So it only made sense for me to be more, so to say, um, like, aggressive like a stud I guess so to say um so I was just giving into a lot of my uh what's the word I I can never think of what the fuck I'm trying to say um but I was giving more so into my tomboyish side and because I was more comfortable that way so I was getting into hats and like presenting myself more masculine so to say that's the word I'm looking for I was conforming more to my masculine side and completely neglected my feminine personality and presentation and traits as I was getting older that um, I just thought I had to look this way, you know? Like if I, if I know that my mannerism in a way is like kind of in that masculine energy that I had to shed myself in a masculine light. Mm -hmm. And I feel like for me that just threw me in a specific label, you know? Mm -hmm. And the idea of, like, this is the type of lesbian you have to be. You're either super girly or you're super masculine. Mm -hmm. And, again, because of my tomboyish ways, I was like, I'm going to be masculine. Mm -hmm. And I don't know why I did that because, I mean, I'm still a little masculine. But I'm way more comfortable in my femininity than I was then. Mm -hmm. You, you, you're, this, this, I feel like a lot of this is going to pertain to me because uh-huh. you didn't have, like, you didn't go through this transition younger.
1: Yeah. I like feel in like, that stage
0: where you didn't know who you were yet.
1: Right. Um, I came out later in life. Um, and like before coming out, I guess to me, that wasn't a thing because I saw so many gay people who were femme who were uh, STEM, who were studs. So it was like, okay. I didn't know the labels back then. I didn't know any of that. I just knew, all right, there are some gay people who look more masculine and there are some gay people who look more feminine. Mm. Um, I didn't know there were actual terms You had a variety. So I was just like, okay, this is a thing. Like, you really don't know who's gay and who's not. (laughs) And that's a good thing and a bad thing because as a femme, I feel like sometimes femme actually do feel like they need to show more mask Mm -hmm. so people could know that they're actually like, gay yeah so they might also change up their style i don't think i changed up my style to the extreme but i do think that i started becoming more comfortable in like wearing sneakers and cargos and things like that like i always Mm -hmm. felt like i needed to like dress up and like wear like dresses and shit like that and then i was like no i could wear suits i could like i could look a certain way and be comfortable and not be so feminine and wear heels all the time like I was I don't have to be like that. Like, yeah. I, I really don't. So, yeah. All right, number two. Your family and friends will not hate you. And if they don't support you, then you can cut them off. Period. So this is major for me. Like, like if you get anything out of this, I really want you to remember that. They're not going to hate you, even though it feels like hate you. I feel like it's like a big adjustment for parents, especially parents who come from different backgrounds who aren't really woke, who don't really know what's going on with like society now. And we're so like free. And I feel like now you see that more. But back in the day, you didn't see that. And my Mm -hmm. parents are a little bit old school. So I remember before coming out, I would stress so much about this. Like, I was stressed, like, about having to come out. And, like, I was in therapy and everything, not because of that, but that was just, like, an added thing. And I was, like, I felt like I was living a lie. Like, I felt like I was stuck. And I was, like, I couldn't even communicate to my parents about, like, what I did last weekend because it was, like, I was on a date with a girl. Like, it was just, like, (laughs) things like that. And it, it really felt like I was living a double life. And when you do that, it feels lonely and it feels like, you just you I I feel like I got a hint of what depression feels like during that time because I feel like I was just crying for no reason. Like I would because I felt guilty in a way, and then I felt like if I don't come out, I'm gonna like my my mental health is gonna go to the floor, to the shit, yeah, to shits. And if I do come out, I'm gonna feel more liberated, but my parents probably aren't gonna accept me right and the if you go back to like our previous episodes i've definitely said it somewhere there and there where my mom had my mom is this strict dominican woman who back in the day um she had like some i don't know if it was mental health issues or what but she thought that my older sister was gay so she literally kicked her out of the house for that for that one reason um so i was like ah. that's not going to happen. Like, like, I was like, yeah. So, you know, obviously I waited until a time where I was by myself and more independent. But, like, I feel like a lot of people still live with their parents.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And I don't want to pressure anyone to coming out. But just know that it's not as bad as you think it's going to be. Like, you, you'll be surprised by, like, how people react. The people who claim they love you the most will be weird about it. And the people who you think are going to feel some type of way don't fucking care. Mm-hmm. Literally don't care. Like, I remember telling um, one of my roommates, like, in co- we were roommates in college, and she was, like, super religious, so I was scared to tell her. Because I'm like, oh, you know how people are in their religion and their, you know, male, male and female only type mentality. So I was a little scared to tell her, so I was crying. And she was like, super cool about it she was like you don't have to cry for that like i accept you like she ended up sleeping over like her daughter was there there was like no awkwardness and i was i was literally shook shook and like when i was telling my parents i felt like i was getting like anxiety like i couldn't fucking breathe it sounds crazy but like i don't know if anyone could relate to this but it it's a lot of pressure on somebody it is when they're in the closet it's like Mm -hmm. so much pressure And it leads you to, you know, feeling crazy. And then once you do come out, you feel a little bit better.
0: (sighs) But, yeah. (laughs) I mean, coming out is definitely hard. And uh, not everybody has the same experiences when coming out of being accepted by the ones closest to them. Mm Like she said, it'd be the ones who claim that they love you till death was part type shit and they'll be the ones to really shame you. And then the ones who you think are going to be not shit are really going to like accept the fuck out of you. Mm -hmm. Um, At the end of the day though, like I feel like that's something that you have to do for you. And -hmm. if you feel like it's your time, then you should do it. But definitely don't do that shit for nobody. Mm -hmm. Don't do that for nobody. And um, I think like, be sure and like comfortable with yourself to know like this is i want to do this you know this is worth me doing this i'm ready Mm -hmm. you know you never really know when you're gonna be ready um I it took me a lifetime to officially come out uh at least to my mom and like certain people there was very select few people who i hadn't officially come out to everyone else who i felt like um it wasn't like i didn't like the people who knew Already, it's not like they didn't have a significance in my life. Like, I was cool with them or, like, friends and family. But it was just, like, their opinion. It, it didn't matter to me whether or not they were going to accept me or not. Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, like, if you fuck with me, you do. If you don't, whatever. I'm not losing nothing. That's mm-hmm. that's your loss more than it's mine. Um, but when it came to, like, my mom, uh, I definitely, like, I, it was a bigger deal for me because... Um, like, that woman knows me, like, the back of her hand, you know? Yeah. Um. So, I knew that she had already known, like, she had already known before I had told her. But I took a lifetime to tell her. I didn't tell her until I got in a relationship with her, which I was 25, 26, 26, 26, right? I don't know. Or 27. Oh, whatever. <laughs> this is, like, two years ago. I literally just came out to my mom and was like, mm. well, I guess I pre- I pre- not came out to her when i got with you i think a couple months before that i did because some i've been living a life majority of the time where people have been outing me people outing me, outing me outing me outing me to my mom i and and that's the thing when we say like and be the people who claim they really fuck with you they'd be the ones to run a mouth and out you because they want to see you suffer you know <laughs> like people were coming and telling me like I'm sure some people thought they were doing me a favor by telling my mom like, oh, she's going to be gay or oh, she's gay or oh, she's her. That's not her friend. That's her shorty or whatever. I I don't know if they thought they was doing me a favor. Some people were like outing me selfishly because I didn't personally tell them and somebody else knew. Like it's been some weird shit. So crazy. And it's so crazy how much people really care about what you do or who you're loving. Who you
1: sleep with at night. Like, why does that bother you? Why are you pressed? Yeah. You don't have to see
0: it. Right. It, like, it's really wild. So, you know, I mean, I would like to say to keep your circle tight if you don't really want nobody knowing it's not your time. However, just because someone outs you, don't take that as you're coming out, you know? Yeah. To, like, you, you, only you could come out for you. People can say whatever the fuck they want, but that's not going to validate it. You have to validate that. Mm-hmm. So... That's all I'm going to say. Number, what number are we on? Two? Three. Oh, three. Damn, we're moving fast. Uh, Number three is it's okay to come out later in life. 30, 40, 50, 60, 100. It don't matter. It mm-hmm. does not. It does not have an age limit, a time limit. You know, this is one thing that we have to know or remember. It's like when you're getting older, you change, you know? We change because we experience more things in life. We experience more people, you know, and we're supposed to change. And sometimes we come in contact with people that we didn't even know we could love on a different level, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's okay to come out later in life, y'all. Just know it's going to happen.
1: Yeah. I think that sometimes people don't want to come out later in life is because they- I think it's over. They've been married to Mm -hmm. a man before they've had kids obviously like with a man so it's like they feel like they're invalid like Mm -hmm. like people are gonna like be like you're not fucking gay Mm -hmm. fuck out of here like you were (laughs) married you have kids like nobody could tell you about yourself first of all um and it really warms my heart when people message us and they're like late in Mm -hmm. like 30s 40s 50s and they'll say things like um, you know, I want to come out, but like I don't know how everyone's gonna react. And it's like, obviously, we can't push you to do anything, but we just want we just want you to know that it is okay to come out later in life. Yeah. So,
0: like at the end of the day, you're the one who gotta lay with mm-hmm. the person you're gonna lay with. So if that's what you wanna do, and you guys also have to remember too is that people, when people got into those relationships where they were married or had kids, most of them had it young. And that's why they're in their 30s, 40s pondering on their sexuality too is because they hindered that side of them Mm -hmm. when they got into those relationships, you know? There's a lot of things you don't... When you don't explore yourself and explore life, you always wonder, like, oh, I wonder what that would have been like if I got with that person or if I did that or, you know, mm-hmm. if I moved here, you know. Yeah. So I think, like, once people finally get that break in life where they're, like, no longer in that situation or in a relationship with someone they were with for a while, mm-hmm. they're like, I think it's time for me to explore that, yeah, you know, version of me. Mm-hmm.
1: So it's okay. Do the damn thing. All right, number four. This is very important. <laughs> You don't have to pick a label if you don't want to. Don't do it. Take your time. Like, so many people come out as, like, lesbian or gay, queer, whatever, and then um, maybe they they want, they're, like, bisexual or vice versa. They come out as bisexual, and then they're like, oh, maybe I'm, like, lesbian or pansexual. There are so many labels, and I think that within the LGBTQ community, we could be like very um nitpicky about that. Like some people really like labels, some people don't care about labels, some people think labels are important, some people think they're not fucking important. I feel like we're a little bit divided when it comes to that in the LGBTQ community. And if you don't know, it's okay to use the generic one, which is gay mm-hmm. or queer. Like you don't gotta tell you don't gotta be so damn specific, yeah. you know? Um and I feel like that was something that I struggled with too, and I feel like still struggle with, because people have this, they feel some type of way around, about bisexual people. They The LGBTQ community does a great job at, <laughs> um, how do you say it? At making bisexuals feels, feel like they're invalid and kind of pushing us away from the community in a way, like they want us to figure it out. What do you want? You want want woman? You want man? What do you want? What is it that you want? And I think that's that's corny.
0: I'm gay. (laughs) 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 I'm just saying. Um, But I agree. The label thing, I say this often. I feel like labels are just to make other people feel comfortable. Um, You know, if you're a person who really stand by your labels and they mean something to you, that's awesome. That's great um, you know, at times I think that they, they do serve a purpose. Um, but for me, I guess with my experience of just being in limbo with exploring my sexuality, um, it, it can be very confusing and people can be very shame. shame, How do you say it? Like, They really shun you for Mm -hmm. the shit that you do. And it's just really crazy. You Mm -hmm. know, you can go from being, you know, when you're young, you're like, I'm a lesbian. And then Mm -hmm. some people transition and then they actually do explore men and then they have kids. And now all of a sudden, you know, you got the community throwing shots talking about, yeah, you're not gay. You was never gay or like, you know, it's vice versa. You know,
1: you're talking about trans people who then like men. No.
0: Oh. <laughs> no, I'm talking like legit, like gay people who start off gay, you know, and then they're like, oh, okay. or, or who are at the time comfortable in that mm-hmm. Oh, in that, you know, light of, like, I've messed with girls. That's where I started and then transitioned oh, and then into messing with guys. Too, uh-huh. Not even married, just, just messing. Like, just mm-hmm. just exploring that mm-hmm. side of the world. Just, like, straight people explore gay. So, like, we're quick to accept that. But it's, like, vice versa. I don't know. That's just things that I've seen. Um, So I just feel like it sometimes labels, although it affirms things for people, it mm-hmm. also can be it can be very... I can't find a fair word. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. it just it just tells makes people come for you, because it's like, if you say you're this, and all of a sudden you're that, people don't, people feel like yeah. you're, they, you're not valid, like, yeah. oh, you were faking it the whole time, type shit, like, yeah. you want some other shit, you're not true to this, you know, weird yeah. shit like that. and
1: I can understand that, though, like, I feel like people who do feel some type of ways because they feel like used, mm-hmm. like, they feel like, oh, you was just fucking with me like you were just messing with you know my feelings and my emotions and you just wanted to explore with me but in reality you you really like men Mm -hmm. so they feel a little bit you so i could understand that that part of it um but it is a complicated thing and i think that people just lack communication skills like tell them tell them i'm not sure like they ask you you're a lesbian i'm not sure i'm exploring my sexuality but I, i don't have to pick a label like yeah that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next one, number five, has a lot to do with number four. Is that bisexuality is is valid? And we had we had some TikTok video. Uh, we had posted a TikTok video, and a lot of people were arguing with each other in the comments, um, about bisexuality and how you know they a lot of lesbians don't they bisexuals they don't like bisexual woman and how it could be biphobic and some people were like well it's not biphobic because and this is a this is an example that I want you guys to think about if you were to meet a girl in the club right Y'all vibing you think she's cute she thinks you're cute you all having a good time 20 minutes in she tells you oh yeah but I'm bisexual and then you're like ah oh, nah like it was nice meeting you but have a good night that is biphobic because before she said she was bisexual she told like y'all was having a good time and then she told you this and then you was like nah fuck out of here
0: so just ask before you having a good time
1: yeah but it's like how do you even ask people that i don't know you know like it's like it's like an awkward thing but like that's what it means to be biphobic like if that i mean it's the same way if
0: you're like are you gay you're not gay okay
1: yeah. yeah it's the yeah, same thing no. why would it be
0: uncomfortable to ask somebody if they're bisexual I everybody's bisexual nowadays so it know. should be easy
1: i don't know i don't even know how people ask it but yeah <laughs> okay.
0: um six you don't have to be the gay bestie and you also don't have to fall in love with your bestie you gay bitch <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what it is um well i mean it's your bestie so i guess it makes sense but anyway you don't have to be the gay bestie. And with that being said, you don't have to be the one that everybody's running to just because you're that bitch, you know, and have to take on the world for all your friends. You know, we have, I, I don't know. I feel like we're as the gay bestie, not that you're held to a higher standard, but it's just like, it's a little bit more pressure in a sense of they expect you to be the life of the party. They expect you to be the stylist bitch in the game. They expect you. I mean, you can most of the besties the gay besties are little players little hoochie doochies but uh-huh. um
1: yeah it's it's just it's a lot of expectations yeah
0: mm-hmm.
1: yeah it can be like that yeah but
0: if you got it bitch you got it and, yeah. and that's period
1: yeah
0: but that's really all i got for that
1: number seven all right number seven Straight girls aren't the only femmes. Period. What do you and mean? And that's by, on motherfucker. Period. That?
0: Exclamation point. No question
1: marks. What do you mean by that?
0: Uh what I okay, so for me, again, reverting back to when I was coming up in my gay shit, um, I had this idea of like you're either masculine or feminine. And I feel like at the time where when I was coming out and exploring that side of my sexuality, a lot of us were coming out as studs right we were we were really in tune with the Mm -hmm. masculinity identity of being a lesbian or like being the gay girl Mm -hmm. um that it kind of made it seem like gay girls weren't don't look girly Mm -hmm. and that's where like a lot of confusion still till today is like oh you're you're gay Mm -hmm. you look like this and you're gay Mm -hmm. that's that's not right you know so i feel like in that time it was just like if you knew another gay girl she was masculine
1: mm-hmm.
0: and y'all was y'all was cool y'all was friends but it was like where the fe- where the femme gay girls at like we made it seem like it didn't exist basically mm-hmm. um so you date the straight girls because you think only straight girls are friends only straight girls look look girly you know
1: um, are they even really straight then
0: i don't know it's a hit or miss I don't know because, again, back when we were younger, it just made sense and that's what it was. I think now in, like, this generation, it's, it's you know, it has broadened its horizons yeah. or in the words of yours. Um, it has,
1: uh, what's that? Expanded Yes, palette.
0: expanded your palate.
1: <laughs> but I think this has a lot to do with studs not wanting to date other studs because people think it's weird. Mm-hmm. And you barely see that. Mm-hmm. You barely see that. Right, I can't even name a couple that's a stud and a stud dating. Like it's like, people see that as weird, and I don't know why. But femme and femme is okay.
0: Right, right, right. Femme, that should sexy. Femme femme is pop. it. Yeah, like that's the only that's the only accepted type of mm-hmm. woman on woman version. Like no, grow the fuck up. That's a men's ideal idea of fucking Mm -hmm. lesbians uh, no but that leads into the next one number eight which is you can date anyone you're attracted to regardless of presentation and that pretty much goes back to the one we just did where it don't matter if you're a stud and stud, you know, if you're attracted to that person, be with that person. You know, there are studs who like studs, women who like masculine and part feminine, you know, women who just like feminine, feminine. I know a lot of femmes and, and it's funny because it's like, how can studs be like, nah, I don't fuck with other masculine Jones. I want a feminine girl. But then get butt hurt when they try to sh- holler at a feminine girl, and a feminine girl's like, "Nah, I only fuck with fems."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know how salty that is.
1: You could relate.
0: I think at one point I could relate. I think at one point I was like, "Damn!" So when I'm like, it because it, I also I also experienced both, where it's like, "Oh well, I'm too masculine." Eventually, I I found my way with getting um with being comfortable with fucking with studs or more masculine people um because i like a little bit of masculine energy I-, I i hold a little bit of both um and i was like the in between where it's like i'm a little too masculine for most masks and i'm a I- i'm not at all enough <laughs> feminine for an over femme shorty who wants like a legit uh-huh. dolled up shorty so i had issues with that uh-huh. in my you know yeah Last couple years before I got with mm-hmm. you, where it was like, so all right,
1: you weren't feminine enough for the studs. I wasn't,
0: yeah, I wasn't, I wouldn't be feminine enough for the studs. Yeah, basically. And I'm not feminine enough for the fem, fems who want the fems. Like, what? But nah, I mean, listen, when you got it, you got it, and people are going to attract to it. And I think, like, it wasn't that Um, I was out here just like looking for studs. Like, there were some who actually was like, all right, I'd fuck with mm-hmm. you. There was one who was like, "Ah, eh, you're too masculine for me." And then she shut the fuck up and she fucked with me. Uh-huh. And it happens like it's really just about the uh-huh. person you present yourself to be. We got to remember that. But it did ain't. you
1: feel like um did you feel like the need to um be more feminine and play like that I mean. feminine role in quotations?
0: To an extent. Mm-hmm. The slightest bit because at some point I did I realized like there's no for me, I felt like there was no balance of like a little bit of femininity and masculinity Mm -hmm. and at the time i was um i had fucked with super masculine Mm -hmm. like super masculine and i got a little bit of femininity out of them and Mm -hmm. like at the time like i was just growing into my femininity too so Mm -hmm. it was like this is
1: a lot it's a roller coaster. Yeah, that's what it sounds like.
0: Yeah, so it, think of it this way: if you've watched the L word and you've seen Bet and Gigi literally wrestle each other to have sex, that's literally what it was like. Uncomfortable as fuck because it was just the, the the toss and turn, the this and that. And I was one to be like, "Yeah, I'm not, I'm not no pillow princess ass bitch. Like, mm-hmm. that's not how I was. That's not how I came up. Uh-huh. So we about to do this both ways With or no ways.
1: Two tops, going crazy. Right um
0: so yeah but you you can it don't matter if you fuck with somebody and a person fuck with you it doesn't matter how they percent at the end of the day the woman is a woman the man is a man if it works for you let it work for you who gives a fuck about what people say Mm -hmm. as long as you're comfortable Mm -hmm. all right moving on number nine turning straight girls out isn't going to prove how gay you are
1: i don't (laughs) know why that's a thing
0: it is it is I mean, I think you know one good time, sure, it's fine to experience um it definitely is a moment in time where you kind of feel is it inferior? Is that where you like feel like you're on top? I don't know my my vocabulary isn't all that good, but like you kind of feel like the man, you know when you like bag the baddest bitch in the game, yeah. like that's kind of how you feel when you when yeah. you get with a straight girl and like that's cool and all you know you learn a lot of things in that time you know mm-hmm. and and she also learns that she's just a little bit gay too mm-hmm. um but i wouldn't make that uh you know regular thing like people get stuck on that feeling and that excitement and that chase and they kind of live right. off of that and they're they're just constantly in it yeah. with straight girls and it's just like yeah when you're disappointed and they, and they go back to men and really leave you because they really wasn't a whole 100% about this life don't be mad
1: um, this is like a, I feel like this is an interesting one because sometimes I do feel like we were all the straight girl at mm-hmm. one point. But my problem with this is that I feel like I dated people who they always dated a straight girl. Mm-hmm. It was like they they left a straight, <laughs> like they left a straight, rela- a straight girl relationship, fucked with another straight girl the next one was another straight girl. Like it was, yeah. just, it was just like, goddamn! Like this is a pattern with you, and then you got upset with the outcome of it because sometimes people aren't on, aren't at your level; they're not ready to come out, mm-hmm. and then that puts a lot of pressure in the relationship because you are, you've been out, you know, and then you date a straight girl, and then you're like, when are you gonna come out? And they're like, well, I don't feel like I'm ready. It's not yet, the you time, know, so. Yeah. It's just like a tricky thing. And then dating someone who isn't out yet makes you feel like you're in the closet again. When you've already been there, done that, you just want to literally love this person in front of everybody and and not feel any type of way. So I feel like this one is like a hard one because I do feel like we were all the straight girl at one point, but I don't know. Not all, but some of us. Majority of us.
0: But number nine goes in, well, actually correlates to number 10, which Pretty much, don't come out if you don't want to. It doesn't have to be this big announcement. You don't have to owe any. Whoa, you don't owe anyone anything. Sorry, I'm I'm kind of reading, but basically, yeah, you don't owe anybody shit. You don't have to come out on somebody else's time. You don't have to come out because the pressure you you're fighting with. them?
1: Yeah, because you are. Yeah, because
0: I'm scared. <laughs> Not because it's dead ass, like, I hear so many times and I get it, but mm-hmm. it's just like, don't put yourself in relationships or positions to where you're with somebody who isn't out and you want them to come out. Like, that is not your position or your place to tell them, listen, you're either coming out mm-hmm. or I'm leaving. Then fucking leave. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, mm-hmm. I just think like we have to be more compassionate and understanding when it comes to people's coming out process because what was your time like that? Like, you know, you have to roll it back Mm -hmm. and think like, oh, I remember when I was in that space and how I felt and what I was worried about. And, you know, Mm -hmm. so I just feel like as a partner, as a friend or whatever, even though we know like it's going to be a little bit better on this side as soon as you come out, Mm -hmm. um, I just think like we should really be more supportive and understanding Mm -hmm. when they don't want to come out let yeah. them come out on their time
1: yeah and i think with what with, with what i meant with this also it was like um you don't have to come out you don't have to make a big facebook post you don't have to make an instagram post you don't have to do anything like
0: they don't gotta it, be a huge it don't
1: have to be a huge
0: gestured
1: announcement gender reveal yeah. type of thing like <laughs> like as we get older you know, we we start caring less. I feel like for the younger generation, they may feel the need to like, let me write this big caption and let all all my <laughs> you know college friends know that I'm gay now. But like,
0: who let gives me cut my hair and come post, out with a selfie saying if you post I'm gay a picture now. Picture
1: with your new girl and people are like, who's that? Who that? You don't gotta respond.
0: Period. Like it's
1: like. You're just going to keep posting this person. They're going to get the gist of it. They're going to understand. Oh, she likes girls. Oh, does she like guys too? Like, who gives a fuck? Let them, let them keep wondering. If you want to post just a hand of them and just, like, don't post a phrase, just do, do that. Who cares? Like, I feel like a lot of people put, put pressure into just, like, the coming out process. Mm-hmm. Like, I put a lot of pressure into that too. But that's because I have a really close relationship with my family. Uh, but I never put pressure into, like... Coming out to society, coming mm-hmm. out to friends. It was just like with friends, you know how I came out? I was like, Yeah, so me and this girl, well, I met this girl and this yeah. is what happened. It was literally not like, Oh my god, I have to tell you guys something. Yeah. I only did that with like like I said, family and like close friends, but like friends that I talk to, I'm like, girl, it is what it is. It's just We're a fluid. regular conversation, yeah. Uh huh.
0: It's just like if you tell me about a homeboy, I'm gonna tell you about a shorty. Like it's not like, oh my yeah. God, like half the time most mm-hmm. well a good majority of the time, people kind of already know that you gay. They're going to be like, girl, we already knew. We was just waiting. Yeah. But it that's
1: true. Like, I don't. And I think also with, like, the family thing. Like, I felt like, oh, I have to come out to everybody. Mm, I didn't. Like, I got to come out to my cousins. I got to come out to my aunt. I got to come out to my other aunt. I, like, I felt like, oh, my God, this is just too many people. So I just didn't. If you see a picture of me <laughs> and JoJo on the internet, that's on you. I don't yeah, I care. Apologize. Like so, I I was like, if my mom tells my aunt, even better for me. Yeah, like, right? I don't even have to sit here and tell you. Let us have that. Combo. I just don't want to hear it. And like, we come from a Hispanic, you know, family, and sometimes they could say things that they don't realize are hurtful. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I just don't want to hear it. Like I told the people who were important to me, parents, siblings. That's pretty much it. Every, every extended family, extended family don't care (laughs) yeah
0: you don't have to make a big deal about um telling everybody Mm -hmm. like when I told my mom I told her when I was ready and everybody else leading up to my mom like everybody pretty much knew except my mom because I wanted to tell her straight up and I knew that she was the type of person to be like I'm not going to believe you until she tells me directly Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not going to, even if I might know, she has to tell me directly. Mm-hmm. Um, but everybody else, I didn't really was like, yeah, I'm gay, or yeah, I'm, I was just like, Yeah, I was talking to this shoty the other day and yeah, and that's kinda it was just regular conversation. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, and you either got it or you didn't. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was never like a listen, y'all, I'm gay. Like, nah. I think I did that to like my dad and my brothers, and that was it. They didn't care about what they thought because I knew they were gonna love me. But my mom was always the biggest and that was it. Everybody else, you, you, if you let, if you was around, you knew what was up or you didn't, and I really didn't care. Yeah. So, but that closes out our ten things I wish I knew before I was gay. Yep. Oh, before I came out. Before, because <laughs> I'm still gay. Out. Um, <laughs> right? You hear me? I'm bugging. Uh, anything you want to add before we? No, slide?
1: that's
0: all. I'm. <sighs> I'm high right Holy now. Like, God hot. bless. Um. I'm all right, hot. y'all. So we're gonna get into this family meeting real quick before we hop on out of here. We got shit to do. Say nah, I'll let you. Um. Uh, this one, right? I don't know. This one. All right. Hello. I came out as a lesbian three or four years ago, and I haven't started dating yet. I've never been on a date or been with anyone, and I don't know where to start. I've thought about dating apps, but that can be a huge gamble. I also thought about trying to approach or meeting someone in public in a public setting, but I feel like I'm too shy and awkward to make the first move. I can't go to any lesbian bar slash cubs either because I'm underage. I'm 19. Any tips? Yikes. It'd be the young ages that are hard to do that. Um, I don't have much experience with Uh, Dating apps, honestly, social media has kind of been the dating app, so to say.
1: So when you were 19, how were you dating? Girl, I was playing sports and shit. That's how I met people.
0: Mm, (laughs) Playing sports in high school. You know, people that I was in class with making friends. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think that sports definitely was the big play for me when I was younger. Mm -hmm. Because I was meeting people from everywhere. And Mm -hmm. the more I met people and played sports, you you know, you kind of, like, had, like, you know, grew friendships and shit. And then you start to know who's gay, who's not, and all Mm -hmm. that shit. So I think that played a big part. I feel like if you're working, sometimes working and getting to know the people that you work Mm -hmm. and taking not taking advantage but also like it'd be the mutual friends you know mm-hmm. so with knowing the people that you work with maybe getting you know to know their friends like if you go out with them and you get to know their friends and making friends from there and you you know people fall into place that's where you kind of meet people yeah. is through meeting other people um but eventually it became social media Social media is kind of like the dating yeah. app, Instagram, you know. You follow mm-hmm. somebody, you like their pictures. It's kind of like you're telling them, you know, hey, I think you're kind of cute. And then you slide yeah. into the DMs and do all that shit. Like, that's still a thing. Um, and I think that that's probably where most of everybody's been really doing it.
1: I feel like it's hard to be, like, um, at that age because I feel like, Real dating, not real dating, but, like, you, you go on a lot of dates when you're, like, in your 20s. Just because you do go out, you go to bars, you meet people and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if you're in college or not, but I definitely recommend um going to like these queer spaces like i know in college they usually have like a women's center or like an lgbtq club and stuff and even though it sounds corny like you got to give it a chance and this is where people are meeting other people um putting yourself out there more like let's say they have like open mic night or like just going to events that the school is already throwing like you never know who you could meet you know um But, like, if you're not in school, then work. Like, I feel like a lot of people meet someone from work. However, you have to be real careful with that because I feel like dating coworkers could be tragic. Yeah. That's why I said go for (laughs) the friends. Yeah. Like, I feel like maybe go out with your coworkers' friends and and get to meet people there. Um, Like JoJo said, social media. Um, I don't know about the dating apps just because I feel like you could meet some really weird people there. And, like, you're 19, and sometimes these older people just be taking advantage. So yeah. I don't want you to date someone that's, like, 15 years older than you. And, yeah. you know, like, you got, you should be dating someone who's, like, you know, in your age range since you've never been in a relationship before. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, maybe we should do, like, a podcast episode on, like, going on dates and things like that.
0: I think we think so hard, especially mm-hmm. when we're younger, is, like, how to date how adults date, you know, mm-hmm. going to bars doing this. I mean, let's be real, the older you get, it's not that much easier. It just mm-hmm. opens your uh options, options yeah. in terms of environments, You yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Um but I think that when you think about, oh well I can't date like that because I can't get into a bar or like shit mm-hmm. like that, you we don't we aren't cognitive of the things we have, you know, yeah. Access for to. us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Access for us to mm-hmm. have. And it's like Realize what you got. Mm -hmm. You know, school is a big play. That's where you're getting all your social skills from. You've been getting your social skills from school for the last 12 years. Playing sports, getting into clubs. There's actually Uh, establishments. mm -hmm. I'm sorry, hold on. Mm -hmm. There's actually establishments that do... Like that, like you said, open mic nights, like Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be in school. There's some establishments that actually do those things on the regular. Yeah, you don't have to be 21. Yeah, you don't have to be Mm -hmm. overage just to get in these places. It's just certain hours you can't get in, Mm -hmm. you know, so it's just doing your research and, Mm -hmm. you know, finding places that way.
1: I don't know about the whole playing sports thing. Because if this person is in college, you either have to go in there playing a sport. Because I feel like it's kind of hard to start. That's where clubs come in. But I recommend going to the actual games. And like, you know, just going to these basketball games. Whatever it is, just go to the games. You literally never know who you could meet there. And for some reason, there's always a lot of gay girls who play sports. And then you find them on Instagram, you stalk them, then you DM them. Period. Period. There's this one. Yeah, but I like
0: this one. Oh, okay. All right, next one. I got out of a six-year relationship. I've been single for a year. At heart, I'm very much tomboyish and consider myself more boyish, but I love to dress up girly and very femme. But... All I seem to attract is butch girls, which I'm not into. (laughs) Seems like, ooh, I lost myself. Seems like fems just aren't into fems. What? Seems Seems like like fems fems just aren't into fems. Anything you can recommend or where I can find fems that are into fems, which is literally the shit we was talking about. (sighs) I don't know. I guess it's hard to realize, like, Well, femmes are gay because it's just like a femme is just a girly girl or just a regular so it's hard to differentiate Mm -hmm. but there actually are literally femmes out here who like Mm femmes and it kind of is hard to tell because that that goes back to when I was saying if you're this way they don't like you if you're that way they don't like you and I feel like when you're presenting the same presentation as them It's like nobody shows you attention. Yeah. But when you're the opposite presentation of what you want to attract, Mm -hmm. everybody wants to come. Mm -hmm. So I think as a femme, you're always going to get, or when you present as uh, more Mm -hmm. feminine, you're always going to get a masculine, like expect to get a mask Mm -hmm. lesbian's attention. Like it's going to happen a good majority of the time. But you don't know with femmes, you feel me? So it's like, you literally have to go up to them the same, like, it, regardless of you're presenting femme or or masculine, you got to go up to these people. You got to know what they like. You can't just hold the wall up and wait for someone to come because you're not, it's not going to come. Mm-hmm. So if you want a femme, approach them. And they're but, either going to be like... You're so pretty, mm-hmm. you know, but I'm just not, I, I kind of like masculine women. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. The same way you got to tell studs, listen, I like fems. You got to take what you dish out,
1: right? But I want to get back into the, um, she said, I'm not into butch girls. Like, obviously this isn't a conversation, so I can't, I don't know what her answer is. But what is it about? butch girls in quotations that you don't like is it their presentation or is it the the way that they act because you may be thinking that someone is super masculine and super butch because of how they present but in reality they really be so feminine a lot of stud girls are so feminine behind closed doors you'd be surprised
0: yeah but i feel like that would be the same because like Mm -hmm. You consider yourself a little bit more tomboyish mm-hmm. and and have a, s- a certain type of masculinity, mm-hmm. but you also present, but you just publicly present yourself more feminine. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of the same, yeah. So, um, but I I don't know. You gotta you gotta approach people nowadays because it's like mm-hmm. you don't know who's gay. You don't know if the femme girl's gay or just a girly girl. You you it's it's a lot of confusion. So mm-hmm. you just gotta say. You know, go up, approach people, say the damn thing. You know, hey, I think you're really cute. I think you're really beautiful. What's up? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're either gonna say it's just gonna be like a regular. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not into it, or yeah, what's up? Like you really don't know. What are you gonna lose? Yeah, you can't lose nothing if you never had it. Feel me?
1: But well, you should. You could also try new things.
0: What do you mean? Oh, like yeah. You'd be surprised. Entertain the person. You never know. You might actually like them. Like I said earlier, don't matter how they look, give people a chance and they will surprise you. Mm Mm-hmm. But that's all we got for today in this episode. Oh, I hope bless. you guys liked it, enjoyed it. She loved it so much. She's getting wet over here. Her <laughs> water just dropped all over her shirt. Um <laughs> is there anything you want to Um
1: no, that's all. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, comment and subscribe if you're new here. Please, 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 please subscribe. Yes. We post podcast every monday at 12 p.m eastern time and the video goes out at 6 p.m eastern time so yeah and if you haven't signed up for patreon go ahead and do so we post bonus content on there as well every week and that's pretty much it uh side
0: note Mm -hmm. the stuff we post on patreon we do have we do post some audios talking about more personal shit shit that we don't necessarily talk about on here but we also give you um our extra content videos that we give you are more personal to us as well Mm -hmm. it's not us just chitty chatty so if you want more of us personally go ahead and sign up to our patreon you will not regret it you'll be entertained and that's on period you heard
1: all right now
0: do this mother goose